Welcome to the Job Whisperer podcast by True Talent. I'm Chris, and today I'm joined alongside Ben, the head of automotive. Have I got that right? Is that the correct term? You have indeed, yeah. Ah, nice. Now, we're going to be talking lots today, but um, before we begin, don't forget to uh, listen back to our previous episodes, and make sure you hit the subscribe button and pass the pod round to your friends, family, and even your work. So today's episode, we're going to be talking all about interviews. Ben, this is a time where people can get a little bit anxious, a bit nervous, so much anxiety as well, just just even try to get yourself ready for an interview. Yeah. So in your experience, 24 hours before is really important, I think. Lots of prep to do. Can you give us examples of what you should be doing the sort of the day before your interview? Yeah, of course. Obviously, a big one for a lot of people is is research in the company that you're going to interview for and mm-hmm. even a little bit deeper into the role as well if there's any information on that on the website. There's a few different things. Obviously, the, the, the normal ones I find from a recruiter's aspect that people have, have come with is yeah. the, say, amount of sites that people have. For, for myself on the automotive side, they're often big groups. So how okay. many sites that they have, different brand names that they work with, other things like that, that can be found on the website, general information that anyone can kind of bring to the interview. Um, would you speak to your recruiter as well to try and get a bit more information, a bit of inside of course, Absolutely, knowledge? yeah. That's a kind of untapped source for a lot of people, I think. Um, people don't kind of think to ask the recruiter about the more in-depth information that you can kind of find from them you've got to bear in mind that these guys are working with this company very regularly normally either daily or or every other day so they have a great insight for the amount of people the types of people that go in there and Mm -hmm. I think that's really important in your when going for the job yes it might be a great brand name as a company but the people in there sometimes can make you want to come away from the business or can alter your decision in what you're what you're going to do so by speaking to your recruiter and asking them what types of people are in there you can kind of gauge age ranges and things like that to kind of see if it'd be the type of place that you'd like to work and also they can give you a little bit of information on the person that's going to be interviewing you absolutely 100 percent, chris yeah they, like I say, they're the ones, if they're speaking with the decision maker, which is what you should always try and do as a recruiter, Yeah, um, you should always try and speak to the decision maker. But yes, that's a great, great point. Okay. Yeah. Speak to them. They're the ones that are going to be interviewed all the time. Get to know that person as a recruiter as well, and then feed that information back. Okay. If you're not going through a recruiter and you're going just direct, yeah. you know, and you've got the name of the person that you're, you're interviewing, yeah. do you kind of do... Do you kind of do like a LinkedIn search on them or yeah, would you? I mean, I mean, I would. Yeah, definitely in this day and age, the fact that how much social media is taking control of things, I think it'd be silly not to have mm. a little look and just kind of get a bit of a background on them. And again, that might give you an insight into the type of person that they are. Yeah. Uh, but it's very that's hard quite, uh, initial that, instance. And it could be quite a nice icebreaker because you might have something in common. A mutual, a mutual thing where you might have worked with, you know, Steve from a from a company from ten years ago. Yeah, um, and it's a nice way in, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you do have to be careful. Sometimes you don't know what impression that person left. So yes, it, it, that's can, a good point. it can play both ways. You just it just kind of depends. So yeah. Also, um, there's whenever I've been on interviews, 
there's always the competency-based questions. So give me an example where, you know, you provided great customer service. Yeah. I mean, and that would you sort of have sort of three or four competency questions just to the side, just in case those questions get, get asked? Yeah, I think have a few for sure. Yeah. Definitely have a few different answers because you don't know how many times that they're going to bring that up or ways that they might ask it. Some companies will ask the same question in different ways, depending on what of type of role you're going for. Of course, for me in the automotive sector, it's, it can be quite black and white, yeah. Because it's very specialised roles in in most of them. You kind of can do it or you can't, and it's yeah, it's kind of plain and simple like that. I'm going to throw you a little bit here now. Yep. What's the worst competency based question you've ever been asked? Where do you see yourself in five years? I hate uh, that question. No uh, one knows know. that. And Nobody if you does. did, go there in one year. You don't need five <laughs> years. Just go straight there. It's just the That's worst question. I, no, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, I know bit... um, actually one of my friends that got asked that question in an interview yeah. and he asked them, he's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, she turned, turned yeah. it around. Yeah. And then asked, asked them, to, he did ask them to ask him another question. He was quite blunt yeah. about it. But like I say, he knew that it was a, it, it wasn't the question that he wanted to answer and he put it to him and it actually did him in good stead. They took it well. It's great, so, and it yeah, it shows it shows your personality as well. Absolutely, it shows, yeah, it shows yeah. you're not afraid to kind of speak up and Absolutely. make sure you're getting the most out of it for sure. Yeah, okay. I suppose in terms of like outfit, what to wear, all depends. I suppose in terms of the job. I suppose in yeah. automotive, do you, I mean? Do, I mean, do, you I, don't you'd kind say of have that, your people pursued. Yeah, I mean, you say that because obviously you do get a lot of people that think. I mean, I've had people turn up. It was a lesson for me that I learned because obviously mm. I thought standard procedure was you go dress smart and that's just yeah. what everyone thought apparently not apparently you do have to you have to say it out for some people and i had someone turn up in a board shorts and flip-flops to an interview no. he was on his way to the beach but obviously that's an excuse <laughs> did he get the job he did not no, no. <laughs> so a lot of people again on the flip side a lot of for blokes as well they think that it's obviously suit and everything like yeah. that which it, it can be great depending on what role you're working for. For me, for the automotive trade, if you're in a nice shirt, pair of trousers and some shoes, that is absolutely yeah. fine. You look smart enough. So I think really just just look smart. Absolutely, know. yeah. And look smart and you feel smart. I think it replicates. When you look good, you feel good. Uh, and I you think do. That, and I, that should be taken forward. If you're feeling good for the interview, you're looking good, then it should relieve some of the pressure. It gives you that bit more confidence. I think whenever I put a suit on, absolutely, I do, yeah. I, f I feel much more confident um, when yeah. I walk in. You feel um, professional. Yeah. You feel ready to go, yeah. Whereas if you're just in your shorts and T-shirt, you feel like you're at home, you're not going to be in the zone so much, I think. Yeah, and it's just, like I say, he was on the way to the beach, so his mind was already on something else. He already had absolutely. something else to get to. This was just a stop-off rather than it being, oh, I might go to the beach after I've successfully done the so, interview, so... It's a little bit so really what was to... what was the most important thing for them was probably going down the beach, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It must have been a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're all prepped. You're all ready to go. You've done all your research. You've ironed your shirt. Yep. It's now time to get yourself down to the place where you're going to be interviewed. That I mean, that could be, I mean, especially for first, in, I mean, we're talking more of a face-to-face -face interview, yeah. but sometimes on the interview process, there might be a phone call or even a, a web chat, and then you'll yep. be invited in. So. Mm -hmm. When it comes to that, on the day, yeah. what are the sort of the key points that people need to remember? I think a big one, which I always say to my candidates, is arrive 15 minutes early. 15 minutes early is on time. 
for an interview. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. If you're turning up five minutes beforehand, it doesn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you're still early. It just doesn't leave yeah. the best impression. If you're there, sat there in the waiting room, you know, you've left yourself enough time to get there, get parked and get in there ready. So you've got time to have a drink or whatever. And going yeah. forward, should you be successful for that role, you get in there that 15 minutes early shows that you are then prepared. So you're ready to start on your start time rather than getting there on your start time. So, okay, so you've gone into the room, uh, yeah. you've sat down with the interviewer. Yeah. What are the sort of the key points? What things to try and remember when you're in the room? Keep eye contact a lot of the time Yeah. with, with, your, with your interviewer. Shows that you're really listening. Even when you're a big one that a lot of people don't know, if you've got to always take a glass of water, if they offer you one, always ah. take a glass of water into the interview and always look at them. If you're drinking, always look at them. Don't take your eye off them. It's, um, really? Yeah, it's a big thing. It's something that I learned at, at my old company, something that just sort of been passed down through generation. My director had been in the business for sort of 30 years, been in recruitment for 30 years, and it's something yeah. that was always taught to him. And it's something I've always kind of took forward. And so. also, I think people end up getting that dry mouth, don't they? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't breathe. You yeah, know, exactly. And it's horrible. We've so all the been there. You don't want to ask for a glass of water during the interview. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So. <laughs> okay. Also, another thing is, oh, I, think I'm, I think I'm a bit bad for it, but listen to the questions that are asked because sometimes yeah. you, you can go a little bit off piste, can't you? Yeah. Um, you and then actually forget what they've asked you. Yeah, you you could be thinking about the next question you're going to ask or mm. thinking about, for me, again, New York Motive Trade for, for Accident Repair and Body Shop, say they're in a, an office upstairs or in another room, they want to see what the body shop floor looks like or something like that. Their mind could be on that and not listening right. to the actual question. Yeah, for sure. And and I suppose the, the key thing is, is just to relax and have some fun with it, yeah. you know? And I think... If, I think that's what some people try that, that do forget. You know, you're, you're just there to have a chat, aren't you? I know there yeah. might be a little bit of pressure because you go, I really want this job, but, yes. you know, just relax and have fun. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely, if, like I say, if it's something that you do really want, having that nervousness is key. To be able to put your personality across as well, I think, showing that you really care about it. But yeah, absolutely, have some fun with it. You are there to, to speak to the person. The other side, person on the table, they are a human as well. Um, and they're going to be just as nervous as well. I've been in interviews like that where the interviewer has actually been more nervous than I have. And I'm going, <laughs> yeah. okay, all right, okay, now now, now it's, now it's the roles will be reversed. I, yeah, I can relax a little that's bit. That's a little bit different. So again, <laughs> they might be new to interviewing, so you don't yeah. know their their story. So yeah, Absolutely. It's, you're there to have a chat, just being polite, being happy to be there, really. Really kind of comes across, I think. Okay. Also, the question that I often get asked when I've been on interviews is you've gone through everything and then they always go, oh, have you got any, have you got any other questions you'd like to ask us? And, you know, I've always had a couple of questions to this, you know, just to, yeah. just to keep in the, in the back of my mind. Yeah. Would you, would you, how many questions would you sort of? Yeah, I think you're right, Chris. I think it's still mm -hmm. having a couple towards the end. I mean, sometimes it can be the fact that they go through all your questions during the interview and, and it can mm. feel like that sometimes sometimes that does happen and you just get all the information that you need and there generally isn't one what if I find just something that I kind of use it's kind of a more of a jokey one to again relax it and leave that lasting good impression yeah is if you if you've run through 
all the questions and like I say, you've got nothing there and they ask you whether you've got anything, just say to them, when do I start? And it just really, it, it again, it just breaks eyes towards the end as well and just leaves yeah. that, that little thing to keep them thinking about you after you've left the room. That's a really good point. Okay, well, let's let's move on to yeah. you've done the interview. You've you've got that that weight off your shoulders now. And yeah. it's now a time to find out what a decision may be the sort of the after interview process. So in terms of in terms of from your experience, what does the next part of the process look like? How long should I wait for in terms of getting feedback? Um, um, I mean, I think up? it kind of depends. I mean, just sort of maybe touching back to the question before where where if there were a couple of questions to ask at the end if they'd got to them all they kind of link up in the fact that maybe you could ask how many people that they've seen or how many people they've got left to see when they can kind of expect the decision by i mean generally a lot of the interviews will will kind of say look we'll let you know by by this point but of course yeah i think if it's they said they'll let you know in a couple of days and it's been three days Calling them on that third day isn't a bad thing. A lot of people think that's a bad thing. They think that they're hounding people. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's showing eagerness, and it's that's something keen that as well, isn't exactly, it? Yeah. exactly. And that's something that I point out to my candidates when they're going for. Obviously, I do a lot of the chasing for them, but this is something mm. that I tell them my process of what I'm doing. And of course, if there's companies that they want, I don't work with, and they want to apply for. I will then pass on my advice, and that's one of the tips that I'll pass on to them to do if they're still waiting. Um, on yeah. that third day then give them a call you, you're showing that you're keen you're ready and it shows them that you're ready to start you're ready to go as well okay the interview has finished um the person who interviews you gives you their card should you get in touch with the person that interviewed you or should you go back to the recruiter what what what, what would you say on that i'd say go back to the recruiter first on the initial even though they've given you the information that's let's get this right that's always an amazing sign as well that they've given you that so, so you've got their information to go to them directly. Yeah. But I think going back to the, the relationship that the recruiter has with that client, I think using that to your advantage would be the best thing to initially go there. So they are the ones that are pushing for you. They're the ones that are doing the legwork for you. At the end of the day, it's what they get paid to do as recruiters yep. is, yeah. is do that That's legwork. Right. Of course, like I say, if you're not hearing anything from the recruiter and you you really don't want to push and it's been a few days after they said that you were going to hear something they felt comfortable enough to give you their contact information so yes of course follow up with them but do trust in your recruiter first and and trust that they are doing their job correctly and they will get you that outcome excellent okay well there's some great points in there i mean we could we could speak for hours about interviewing but just remember i think you know relax ask plenty of questions and enjoy the enjoy the experience you know you've been invited in just to get a bit of insight in terms of what their what the day-to-day maybe looks like in a in in the job you're going for i mean you might turn around and go god the actually this is this is the job i want or you could come out of it and go do you know what actually thanks thanks ever so much it's not going to be for me and that's okay isn't it it is it is at least you've been there you found that out and you can kind of it's kind of like a checklist you can kind of check that off your list if it was one of your options you've been there you've done it you know it's not for you absolutely well i think that's a good way to finish i hope there's points uh, that we've mentioned uh, in this episode that's gonna help and remember you're gonna smash it you've got this enjoy it 
Okay, well, don't forget, if you haven't listened back to some of our episode, other episodes, you can do. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends and family too. And also, we've got a very special episode at the end of this series where we're going to ask questions from the public, uh, from you, the listeners. If you've got any questions, any stories you want to sort of mention, um, some good interviews, bad interviews, any tips, any questions you might have along the way, then please get in touch. All you need to do is drop us an email. It's admin at true. That's T-R-U talent.co.uk that's admin at true-talent.co.uk well thanks ever so much ben for joining us we'll be back with you again soon but in the meantime have a great day and we'll speak again yes and you mate take care